It is midnight in Pennsylvania. Elias Tootill looks out of the window across the sprawling pumpkin patches outside of his factory. The air is deathly quiet, apart from the faint hum of electricity in the cages surrounding the pumpkins. Elias watches the cages intently. One of them sparks, causing a loud crackle that emanates across the fields. Elias sighs and returns to his desk. He sits down and then begins to leaf through this month's profit reports. He smiles. Out of the corner of his eye, he notices something move near the bookshelves. He turns, but there's nothing there. He shrugs and then returns to his work. As Elias reaches for his approval stamp, the air gets colder, much colder than usual. His breath begins to fog. He turns to look at the window. It is sealed shut. At that moment, Elias feels a sharp pain as a buck hits the back of his head. He turns around in panic to see another buck flying at him. Elias runs out of his office. Behind him, he can see ice quickly crystallizing across the floor. He reaches the stairs. He trips. He falls. He blacks out. Elias wakes up. He reaches the phone, picks it up. Sheriff, I need your help. I've got a ghost. Hello everyone, welcome back. We're here for the next episode of Omen. Uh, it is the Halloween special, so we're going to be going on a special one-shot mission today. So we're going to be going to Pennsylvania. This one is set after the Paris mission finishes, so you guys are going to get plot armor for that one. No time paradoxes? No time paradoxes, nothing like that. I'm not dealing with time paradoxes in this this campaign if possible. I really don't want time travel. But alternate timelines. There's so much potential. Yes, maybe for like the next the next like season or something when someone else is DMing or something. I don't know. But for <laughs> this one, so you guys are going to be on you're in a, you're in a car on the road. Uh, which one of you is driving? Um I think uh, Martin would probably try to put himself in the driver's seat just so that herb/koala/whatever slash doesn't Cool. That makes sense. On shotgun, obviously. That makes a lot of sense. So, so Koala's yeah. sitting in the back, like like the child, uh, and you are driving along a dusty road in the state of Pennsylvania. One of your um, phones has GPS on it, and you are driving towards a pumpkin factory. Your phone rings. What are you going to do? I think I'm going to answer my phone. Okay. So Koala picks up the phone, uh, and on the other side, you hear a very familiar voice of one Dr. Robert Smedley and he goes, hello guys I see you're almost at the at the, uh, at the farm uh, how's it going? Yeah, yeah. Hi Robert how, how are you? <laughs> Dr. Robert Smedley Esquire? I'm, I'm alright thank you uh, I see that you're almost at the farm so uh, I just wanted to check up that you're all doing alright I can, I can track your GPS signal Can you put him on speaker Koala? I want to hear this Yes, please, please put me on speaker. Uh, are you sure we aren't going to discuss anything 
like naughty or something like why, why are you calling me no 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 thank you i i'm i'm not going to be uh doing any of that although by the way ethel says hi hi ethel she, she says hi uh she, she looks upstairs right now but i'll relay the me- message to her I'm, I'm putting it on speaker okay hello guys um so hello uh, we have had reports of a ghost at this particular um, place. Uh, you guys recently uh, scanned some Starbucks coffee, that was correct, right? And it was magically charged. Uh, yeah, that's something I did. Definitely. Indeed you did. Uh, we've traced that back to this particular factory, and we believe it might have something to do with the ghost. We can't be sure, but we've got a good hunch that that's what's going on. So we've got you, we want you to investigate this location. Are you sure you don't mean haunt? What? Haunt. A haunt. Haunt and that's, <laughs> that's terrible. That's the worst thing ever. He basically says, right, so I want you guys to go in. I want you to investigate. And if possible, I want you to eliminate whatever threat there is there. Because uh, apparently it is harassing the um, the actual owner at the minute, so uh, we want that to stop as soon as possible. But how do you kill a ghost? It's already dead. Uh, so for the most part, ghosts only hang around because of some unfinished business. Well, that's a cliche if I've ever heard one. It is true though. Uh, so the way that ghosts work is they are a um, low energy being. Uh, so beings in this in this universe exist on a, like a spectrum of energy. And um, low energy beings like ghosts, uh, they if they have unfinished business, they tend to move into an upper energy band, which is where we are. So we can start seeing them, and they can start like interacting with our environment. Uh, so, if possible, it's best to just deal with what they want. So then they will go back to their sort of area of of, of energy. So to bring this into human terms when we can't hear them and they have unfinished business they move from 3g to 4g yes that's that's close enough why not that's that's cool all right oh, that that's a nice explanation for what it is so basically that's what we want you to do go in find out what's going on purge the ghost if possible uh, and and yeah so you guys drive and you take the car down the road and Annabelle starts noticing that these roads are starting to look kind of familiar. She's she's sort of looking out the window now and, and, and sort of remembering back to a time when she was a kid. And she notices that you are actually driving towards the pumpkin a pumpkin factory where um, they used to have a bunch of uh, fairground rides. Uh, so it was like a sort of day out for people. And she's been there already and she did a um, gun show there once when she was a kid. She gets kind of excited about potentially going back to somewhere that uh, she remembers as a kid. What was it like when you were a kid, Annabelle? Well, golly, it was quite fun, but I was working most of the time. I do remember that it was, they had all these pumpkin cookies and pumpkin cider and pumpkin uh, pie and pumpkin pie cider and... Uh, oh, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. What, what kind of things did you do in these shows? Well, I shot things. I, I don't know... What do you do in a gun show? You got a gun and you show it and then you go pew and Is it like, like trick shots and things? Of course it's trick shots. All my shots trick. So like shooting things out like being thrown through the air and stuff. Usually pumpkins. Impressive. Awesome. So you remember this place is quite a bright beautiful place. There was there was um, like the nature all around that area was vibrant. There were these really really amazing like just like everything's covered in beautiful flowers and the trees were really really beautiful and you guys come around the corner 
and you drive up into the um, Tootle Pumpkin Factory. What you remember does not equate to what you see. The land around the factory is now somewhat desolate. There's nothing growing there, and the trees that were there are mostly dead. Uh, there's there's a couple of them that are in like their autumnal sways, and there's the, there's some reds in the trees, but for the most part, everything is dying here. To your left, you see the pumpkin patches, and the pumpkin patches are now surrounded by these giant metal cages, and you can hear them humming with electricity. Uh, and you drive up to Tootel House, and you stop the car and get out. What are you going to do first? So you've all got the map in front of you. At the roll, on the roll 20 so you should be able to see where things are and um, I've also tweeted this out for people who want to follow along with this journey so you guys are standing in the middle of the factory like the sort of factory area at the minute so you can see around alright I want to voice a concern with the rest of the group alright All right. so we're being told to purge uh, the ghost apparition or whatever happens to be here I don't know about you but first of all purge is usually not a thing that nice people do and second, most of my best friends are dead, so I don't know how I feel about killing dead things again. Um, I, I just I don't feel comfortable with this mission, to be honest. Koala, you you must understand that we're helping the ghost, not hurting it. Last time I told someone that I was helping them by killing them, I was arrested for fifteen days. How do you feel about that? I feel like I should go inside this house now, is how I feel about that. Good plan. So you go into the into Toot Hill House, and there is a reception desk there. And behind it, there is a, a sort of scruffy-looking man. Uh, he's wearing um, some overalls. Um, and clearly, this isn't his only job here. Uh, but he is currently manning the reception desk, and he's typing some stuff on their old computer. It's like one of the old box computers. Uh, and he looks up, and he goes, hi, hey, how are you doing? Um, I'm, I'm good. Hello. Hi, I'm, I'm Martin. This is... Uh... Uh, what's your name today? What he said. And this is Annabelle St. John. Annabelle. Oh, I haven't seen I haven't seen uh, you since you were a kid. H- how are you doing? Well, I'm a tad larger than knee high now, so <laughs> That is true. Uh I, how's your how's your dad doing? Well, we put dad in the home quite recently, and he's not too happy about that. You know how he is. I can understand that. He, I've not seen him in many years. Uh, I assume you guys are here from the, uh, what, what is it, the, uh, the Oman, Oman people? The, 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 the people here to deal with the, uh, the ghost. Is that, is, that, is that correct? Yep, yes, that's us. We're the Ghostbusters. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, uh, Mr., Mr. Elias Toothill is upstairs waiting for you, so if you want to go upstairs... You can do that right now. What, uh, wait, the, the person who owns this factory is named Toot Hill. Yeah. Toot Hill. Yeah. It, it, t- his name is Toot Hill, and this is a pumpkin factory on a hill which produces gases of various sorts. Well, I, I wouldn't say it produces gases. Toot Hill? We are the... Uh... <laughs> Farts. <laughs> I'm, going the... To, I'm going to talk to the man about this. This is just fascinating. It, was that intentional? N- no, 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 it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> so he goes, "Yeah, we are the uh, we're the um, world's fundamental supplier of pumpkin spice for uh, pumpkin spice lattes and things." So uh, yeah, Mister Tootle wants to see you. So do you want to go up and see him? How many pumpkins do you produce a year here? So 
the pumpkins themselves, we don't produce that many of them, but they are some of the best pumpkins in the world. They've been rated as some of the best pumpkins in the world. But what we tend to do is we puree them down and we combine them with the other spices to create the pumpkin spice. Uh, what other spices would that be? Uh, they are, uh, we, we have uh, cinnamon, uh, we got a bit of nutmeg, some ginger, uh, we got some cloves, and uh, allspice. Those are the. Uh, Tell me more about the exact details of how you make pumpkin spice, please. I'm afraid that that is, uh, that is a company secret, so I cannot tell you that. But, but we shouldn't keep Mr. Tootle raining, because he is upstairs waiting for you right now. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'll go upstairs. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, so you... You all go upstairs. Hello, Mr. Toot Hill? Mr. Toot Hill is standing there next to his desk, uh, and he's there are some books on the floor that he's left there. He turns around to look at you and goes, Hey there, uh, my name is Mr. Toot Hill. I believe that you guys are here to investigate the ghost, correct? Hey, Mr. Toot Hill. Hey there. It's, it's not funny anymore, Herb, okay? Just... I'm not saying that's funny. I'm just saying there's... I'm just saying his name. I'm, I'm just conversing with the person in a normal way. I grew up <laughs> with people making fun of my last name, but my last I would name... I never do that to you. I appreciate your last name greatly. What's, thank, thank sorry, you. we're being so rude. What's your first name? My name is Elias. Elias Toothill II. That's not funny. No, I know. Not funny at all. My dad made this place, and now I'm running it now that he's dead. Dead too? <laughs> dead too indeed, unfortunately. <laughs> So I believe you here for the ghost, correct? Yes. It came in yesterday and it attacked me. Have you had any ghost problems before this? So, for the last couple of weeks, the uh, the we've been feeling sort of strange chills around the area. Chills in your bowels? Okay, I am like this close to kicking you out of here, Herb. We have to get through this conversation somehow. We do. I'm getting through it. I just I just need clarification on various. Things. You are, you are a child. <laughs> You're a child, Nelson. So he goes. We, we've we've been noticing these things for quite a while now, but uh, but last night was different. Uh, this creature, whatever it is, essentially it, it threw these books at the back of my head, and and the room got so so cold that I could see the ice crystallizing on the floor. And then I took a trip down the stairs, and he and he sort of uh, sort of rubs his head a bit because you can clearly tell he's, he's, hit him, he's hit himself in the head quite badly. Well, was this, like, the only place you've seen the ghost? Joe downstairs. He, uh, he He's apparently seen it over in the uh, barn. But other than that... Wait, sorry, the, the what? The barn? The barn. The barn. Yeah, the barn. Okay. The barn. The barn downstairs. Like, across from here. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, apparently it might be there, but... I, I, we don't know why it's here, and we don't know what it wants. Uh, so we hoped you guys could shed some light on that and maybe get rid of it. Have you tried talking to it at all? I would not have tried to talk to that thing. It is terrifying. What does it look like? I haven't actually seen it. It it, it tends to be like this cold. It, this coldness happens, and then it starts to throw things around. I bet it's just a masked real estate investor. I sincerely doubt that. You ain't seen nothing. And it's making it real cold, and it's throwing things around. You considered that you just got a real big problem with your AC. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure we do not have a problem with the AC around here. 
and quite frankly, I wouldn't want the AC on right now because it is getting cold out. That's why it's a problem because you don't want it. Well, he walks over to the window and uh, he looks out over the um, over the cages outside and he says, "We already spend too much money on keeping the electric fences running, so I wouldn't want to be spending too much money on AC either." What do you mean by uh, the fences? Why are the fences even needed? All I see is pumpkins inside there. Yeah, so uh, we keep the uh, pumpkins behind electric cages because uh, occasionally people will come and steal them during the night. And uh, we only make a certain amount of pumpkins every year. We try to make them exactly as perfectly as we can. Uh, that's why we're world, world, world-class world pumpkin makers. Uh, and when they steal them, that is a massive cut to our bottom line. Uh, so we need to uh, make sure Your bottom that line? No, god damn it. My bottom line. Yes. Just, just confirming, thank you. My dad, he sold just pumpkins, but eventually that became unprofitable. So now we use them to make the pumpkin spice. Uh, what else do you sell here? Because it seems that there's a lot of facilities that were used beforehand. Have you just turned all of this into farmland uh so yeah it used to be a uh, sort of a theme park for people but it just wasn't efficient enough so we got rid of the uh we got rid of most of the carousels and things the uh the old uh, corn maze is still there uh but for the most part it's now all just pumpkins because it's more efficient that way we used to have like families come and pick their own pumpkins but we don't do that anymore because it's just it's just not worth it uh, i'd like to roll observation on this man i'm a little bit suspicious Roll for observation. That's a 13? 13. Hmm. Okay. Uh, you notice that he's not necessarily telling 100% of the truth about the electric cages. And when you look out into the field from this high up from the house, you notice that the pumpkins are actually arranged in circles, like really, really perfect circles. It's very strange. Like you've never seen pumpkins planted like that before. I would like to look up pumpkin spells in my book. Uh, Okay, sure. Could you roll for um, Focus? luck on this oh, one? Luck, luck okay. on this one, because um, you don't necessarily know exactly what you're looking for, and you might just happen across it. That's fair. It's a sixteen. So you don't you you look through, but you don't actually find much about pumpkins. There's nothing really in there about pumpkins. Um, you look through like nature sprites and forest things, but you don't find anything about pumpkins. Uh, there's nothing there, uh, really. There's jack-o'-lanterns. You find out a bit, bit about jack-o'-lanterns. So you find that jack-o'-lanterns are used to ward off like evil. Oh, okay. But other than that, you, you you can't find anything, unfortunately. Well, guys, I think uh, maybe we should start by investigating the place where he got hit in the head with books. You're right there right now in that room. Yeah, but like investigating it is... Uh, <laughs> sure, sounds like what a plan. What I'm saying, Mr. Uh, Toothill, is that we need you to leave the room so we can investigate it fairly. Okay, so Mr. Toothill looks at you and goes, well, all right then, and he walks downstairs and he walks down, down out of the building. Annabelle, you've been here before, right? Well, not up here. It's not. It's not where I need to be. But let me take a look around. I, I just I really I have a really bad feeling about this place. I don't trust him. I want to look for uh, fishing lines to see if there's just some sort of elaborate book flinging contraption. All right, uh, you should look for that. You can't find anything. Um, it's clear that this was something magical. Something weird went on here. I put this decision in Annabelle's hands. I, I think she's 
she'd know best how to potentially deal with not only the people who own this place, but also this room. Also, I'm getting really weirded out by the entire atmosphere. It feels a bit uh, cold, if that makes sense. It does feel cold. You do have a feeling that you are being watched by something. Well, I got a feeling we should be talking to him more about his daddy, see when when that all happened. When you say daddy, at that moment, (laughs) shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! When you say daddy, um, at that moment, one of the books on the shelves shakes and it falls off. Does someone in this room have daddy issues? Aside from myself. A little bit. A little bit. And um, the book has fallen open uh, and inside you can see stashed the profit reports for this month. I guess this is my job since this is the second time I'm looking through financial reports in the show. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, you look through the profit reports uh, and you flip it over and see the um, annual profit reports there. About seven years ago, there was a massive jump in profits uh, and it sort of it was it was a steady curve, but the profits went up like a rocket. Interesting. I don't know what this means, guys, but there's some financials screw your foot. I think Omen might actually be some sort of financial investigation. Auditing agency. (laughs) (laughs) Judging from the entire sort of situation, uh, we've got a book, we've got a a ghost throwing books, we've got financial records, and we've got some sort of Freudian suggestion of other impulses slash uh, childhood disturbances at work. So my idea here is that we're dealing with an illiterate ghost. <laughs> when you say when you say ghost, at that moment you feel the air get very cold again. Did someone turn on the AC? Could um, Koala please roll for um, agility? Thirteen. Another book flies off of the shelf and it goes straight past Herbivore's head. It's as if like the um, presence in here. Wants you to leave the room. I'd like to head- headbutt the bookshelf, please. Right at its bookie pressure point. <laughs> Alright, please roll for strength. Alright, you headbutt the bookshelf, but it's pretty strong up there, so you just knock a couple of the books off. Enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. It's your dungeon master, Sean, for this particular podcast. This is the mid credits chat so i'm going to be talking about what's going on with us and what's going on with the podcast it's been about a month since we started making these podcast things and the interest that you guys have shown us has been phenomenal um thank you for listening to these whilst we enjoy making them and recording them the fact that people are actually listening to them and enjoying them is amazing to us i have basically got the next 12 months kind of planned out in terms of what kind of missions we're going to be sending the team on and what kind of things we're going to be doing, but that's kind of flexible, so we can do whatever we want, really. We are looking to try and include you guys as well, so if you guys want them to go and see a specific monster or something, then send us a tweet to at omencast, and I'll try and put that into the mission flow somewhere. One thing that I would like you to do is, if you haven't already, please leave us a review on iTunes, because that's the only way we can get more popular. That's the only way people can actually see the podcast. And if you want, it would be great if you could send a tweet out about the podcast using the hashtag OmenCast. If you do that, then there is a chance that you might become a character on the show. We have already done one for Becky Toothill or Toothhill. I hope it's Toothhill. 
because I've spent this entire episode using the name Toot Hill, but I kind of start, I'm starting to think that it might be Tooth Hill. Uh, and if that is the case, then I'm sorry. Uh, and I've already had a go at Nelson for spending the first half of the episode making fun of your last name. But yeah, the entire farm is named after you because you were one of the first people to show people how much you enjoyed the podcast. So hopefully Nelson making fun of you hasn't like turned you off of this podcast completely. But anyway, uh, thank you for your support. Any sort of tweets or any sort of sharing of this podcast really helps us. We're not advertising this in any other way. That's the only way that anyone else is going to see this thing. Uh, and the more people who see the podcast, the more likely we're going to be able to start maybe getting sponsors and we can afford better microphones and stuff. That would be super great too. Uh, so I'm going to leave you guys to finish off this particular episode of the Halloween spooktacular pumpkin thing. Enjoy. Have fun. Maybe we should uh, check out the barn before we get covered in books. <laughs> that sounds like a plan. So you guys go down the stairs. Uh, you go out of the um, house and to your right hand side when you're coming out of the door is the barn. Um, behind the barn, which isn't on your, your Toot Hill map, is the new factory. It's quite a large factory. So the barn is sort of like towards the side of the um, factory. Uh, it's not been torn down, but it's clearly quite old now, quite disheveled, um, and no one really uses it that much anymore. What do you want to do? Um, by the way, just as a, just as a quick thing, um, Elias and Joe are no longer there. They're somewhere else at the minute. Real quick question. Uh, the giant pumpkin on the map, is that a big-ass real pumpkin, or is that a fake pumpkin? It is a fake pumpkin. So when you were here last, Annabelle, yes. you remember that giant pumpkin being quite impressive uh it looked real back then but now that you've had the the benefit of aging slightly uh you notice that it is fake as hell benefits (laughs) you notice it's fake as hell and it's like the top of it the um, fiberglass has sort of caved in a little bit at the top from like years of rain beating down on it can i scan it with the thermic sensor Uh, okay you scan it with the thermic sensor and you don't get any sort of signals from it i want to headbutt it you head you want to headbutt it yes you want to headbutt everything, don't you? All right, roll for strength. Ooh, 22. <laughs> uh, you headbutt the um, giant pumpkin, and the fiberglass just caves in around you, um, and you then can see inside the hollow, and it's just full of, like, really old, dirty water that's just been sort of there for years. Like, the water has rained in through the top, and it's just sort of gone sort of rotten and moldy inside. Get your head out of the pumpkin. We have work to do. <laughs> all, all right. I make a note that later I'd like to drink that water. Oh. oh, that's mank. You go towards the barn. Do you want to go into the barn? Do you want to scan it first? I can scan it. Okay, you scan it and you can feel, you can like notice the slight crackling of thormic energy coming from the barn. Do you have your gun out, Annabelle? I always got it out secretly. <laughs> You've always got it somewhere. I mean, like, obviously it's always somewhere. Uh, I pull my gun out of my... I, I don't want to criticize, but I don't think 
shooting a ghost will help? We don't know what will help at this point. That's fair. Sir, this is America. I know how American ghosts work, and you can sure as hell shooting with a gun. It's fine. Uh, okay, I believe you. <laughs> you do notice that the barn has a lock on it. How are you going to deal with the lock? I'm going to shoot it off. Okay, all right. Could you uh, roll for luck, please? 15. All right, you shoot the lock, and um, luckily there's no one actually like noticeably in earshot. Um uh, it, clearly, Elias has gone into the pumpkin factory, and the pumpkin factory is quite—it's quite loud inside there because um, they've got a lot of mixes going on. So he doesn't hear you shoot the lock off, and uh, it seems like Joe is somewhere else, so he doesn't hear it either. You guys walk into the barn, uh, and you can see that this barn has been used for a lot of like storage of old equipment. There's a uh, old tractor in the at the side, which is run down, doesn't work anymore. Uh, there's a bunch of hay in the loft and there's just tools everywhere. Papa Tootil, you in here? Uh, to support Martin's sort of general thesis, I'd like to shout out Daddy, since it's worked before. <laughs> Daddy? You yell Daddy um, and you don't actually feel anything this time. I never did. Clearly the entity isn't around here at the minute. Can you all please roll for observation again? Ooh, critical hit! Or I mean, you know, natural... Funny. Very impressive. So, so, so Annabelle. I should say that Annabelle rolled a four. So Annabelle is just sort of stuck in a sort of dreamy nostalgia for her um, childhood. It smells like pumpkin everywhere. I love it. Yeah, the um, the air smells of pumpkin. You can smell like the pumpkin spice in the air. It's really nice. But um, so Doctor Martin, he has noticed that one of the walls, like one of the bits of wood, um, it looks a bit flimsy. Uh, it looks like it's been hammered in later on, like it's been it's being used to cover up something. Uh, you quickly walk outside and you notice that there is like a little bit of the, an offshoot to the barn, like a sort of mini sort of like office area. And it when you go back into the barn, you notice that that's been covered up. You could try and investigate that. You could try and pry the wood off the wall if you wanted to. The level designer who made this barn is clearly not paying enough attention. Yeah, clearly. Luckily, I'm not a level designer. <laughs> Koala, you're you're strong. Do you have a crowbar or something? I headbutt the wall. Oh no. Okay, you headbutt the wall. Can you roll for strength, please? I can roll for strength. Wow, twenty. Nice twenty. Uh, I am going to say, by the way, just as a thing from now on, I'm going to add this to your rule set. If you do a headbutt and you happen to get a one, it's going to immediately knock you out. All right. Okay, just as, just a thing because I I I I've noticed that this this power that i have given you <laughs> is somewhat overpowered so i'm gonna i'm gonna have that as an extra rule so to clarify if he gets a critical failure because it is impossible for him to get a one okay yeah critical failure then sorry so my bad you go over and you headbutt the wood and the wood splinters and cracks and falls down and it reveals a very dusty very old office in the office there are a bunch of old photographs on the walls and on the table there is a bunch of very pristine very intricate looking equipment it has not been touched for a very long time it's all covered in a very thick layer of dust do you want to investigate any of it i, w I would ask martin because martin's the one who should be doing this kind of stuff because he's the, yeah uh... yeah i'll check it out so you walk up and you see these old photos on the uh, on the wall they're like they're really old these are like pre-end of world war two kind of photos okay uh, and you see a man uh, who bears a strong resemblance to elias he is standing there 
wearing a pair of these goggles, and he's also holding a small cage. Is there like a narratively convenient uh, Sharpie marking with a name on it? <laughs> uh, no, there isn't. You just know that it, it somewhat looks very similar to Elias. And he's got this small cage in his hand, and he's looking pretty chuffed with himself. Okay. Uh, so you notice there's also photos up there of... Um, this of this man with his platoon from world war Two. there's a couple of photos of him, of him holding weapons there's a couple of photos of him standing with his friends in the trenches there's like lo- loads of photos of him with his friends i think he died from war related injuries probably not and then became a ghost i i i feel like this theory is 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 dumb so I would. I'd, I'd... <laughs> I feel like that's an accurate explanation. Continue. Like, can you elaborate on that a bit? <laughs> yes, he probably got shot and then died, and then was like, "Oh no, I'm sad and miss my pumpkin farm," and came home to haunt. But it takes a while to go from Europe to America, even as a ghost. So that's why it took seventy years. Ah, so it was like the red eye for ghosts, but they didn't have a red eye for ghosts. So he just had to walk, are. probably. It was a no-asper-ghost. You see on the table, uh, as, as a way of, of shooting this stupid theory down, uh, <laughs> the goggles that the man is wearing in the photos, uh, they are a pair of sort of brass um, biker goggles. Those look like ghost goggles. You know, it's inside the goggles. There are these um, very smooth stones with holes in the middle of them. Uh, may I recommend that you have a look in your Helsing Compendium? Yes, I will look for something like these goggles in my Helsing Compendium. I will go to G for goggles. Okay, you go for G for goggles. Uh, and you don't find anything in goggles. Uh, so do you want to try another thing, another keyword? Uh, no, I don't know what I'm looking for. <laughs> uh, look, uh, do O for optics. Okay, okay. All for optics. I like that. Actually, yeah, I, I really like this as, as an idea of how you can find things in your compendium. You have to find certain keywords that I, I'm okay with. You search for optics, uh, and you find something in there that looks kind of similar to what you've found here. You're a genius, Herb. Thank you. Sort of. You notice these are called adder stones, uh, and adder stones uh, are able to manipulate the earth sort of energy fields that are visible by the human eye to allow them to see certain magical creatures. Uh, so you can wear these goggles to see certain things within the environment. I think this is what ghosts use to watch anime. <laughs> does, does, does Herb know about anime? <laughs> yes, he's lived a while. He's been around the block. Uh, Herb is a big Naruto fan, I imagine. I resent that accusation. <laughs> Do you guys want to take the goggles? Yeah, I'll take the goggles. Now we can see ghosts. I don't know if you can see ghosts yet, but you take the goggles with you. Uh, and at that moment, you hear a scream coming from the corn maze. Oh, I didn't want to go in there. Well, here's the thing. We still don't know if there's any other important artifacts in here, so we can't really investigate that without, you know making sure you want me to wave my thomic sensor around a bit it seems almost like there's some sort of rush we don't have a lot of time you don't that you can hear the scream you can hear like help help me when you've heard as many people scream as i can it doesn't it, it gets a little bit less urgent you can tell the difference between bad scream and good scream well you guys are like the fighters you go first I'm, i'll go after you so you will run across the courtyard to the um cornfield down the road 
um, and there is a corn maze there. It's a little bit overgrown. It's clearly not been tended to for a while, uh, but you can hear the the um, yells of poor Joe as he is running through them somewhere. He's somewhere inside the maze. Can you all please roll to? I, I think if are you all going to go into the maze? No way. <laughs> okay, who's going into the maze? Is anyone going into the maze to help? Uh, I'll help. I'll go. His screams don't sound that bad. I've heard worse, but okay. There could be another face for you to collect. <laughs> so Annabelle's going in on her own. Annabelle walks into the maze. Uh, she is on her own. Uh, could you please roll for focus, please, Annabelle? A little bit. <sighs> oh dear. Annabelle starts to walk through the maze uh, on her own. Uh, and after a couple of twists and turns, she feels somewhat lost. Uh, she doesn't really know where she is. Uh, she Maybe I should have given her the goggles. Oops. Possibly. Uh, I don't think they would have helped, but that you could have. That might have felt, made her feel a little bit less lonely in there. So, Annabelle, you are currently lost and alone in this maze. But suddenly, at that very moment, you see poor Joe in his dungarees fly past you whilst he's sort of screaming, but at the same time he's sort of gurgling because you can see this horrible sort of orange gunk all over him. Uh, and he's like thrashing past you and he plows straight through the um, corn to make a hole in the maze that you can see your way out of. As he plows through it, he falls over on the gravel um, path outside and he just rolls back and forth and then falls over dead on the floor. What are you going to do, guys? Put on my cool goggles. Put on, okay, do you want to put on the goggles right now? Yeah. Okay, you put on the goggles and you can't see anything around this particular location near this sort of cornfield. You, you can't see anything here. It's basically just like wearing a pair of sunglasses. At, in the night. Yeah, it's starting to get yeah. dark, so it's kind of a waste of time right now. I don't think they work, guys. They might work at some point if you try them later on, but not right now. Can I wave my thalamic sensor around them to see if the uh, source of the disturbance is somewhat magical in nature okay so you wave you you wave your thomic sensor at the um orange gunk all over this guy and you can tell it's it's crackling it's definitely got some magic in it at the minute there's some energy there inside the orange gunk shit i think he's turning into a ghost too i think that the only way for us to to save joe here is to eat the gunk i mean he is dead but yeah you can eat the gunk if you want. We just learned that the dead still live, Sean. Technically. We can save him with the pumpkin energy. Also, I'm not a doctor. I don't know if he's dead. He could be. Do you want Do you want to try eating the gunk, Koala? I mean, Herb. I mean, yeah, Herb. I don't want to, to do this, but I feel like I have to to save the, the connection that we did have with this man uh, during his long and fruitful life. I would like to keep the goggles on so that I don't see this. Uh, you can see it, it's just very dark. It's easier to ignore. Because <laughs> you're looking through these two tiny, like, board holes in some stones, so, like, it's difficult to see very well. I, I have a question. So, when I look at it, like, what... If you had to describe a food somewhat sort of akin to it, so I can think about that rather than eating the orange gunk off of a potentially dead man, what, what would you say this was? I would say that this looks like pumpkin flesh like it's got the sort of consistency of pumpkin flesh all right so that's great but can you name something slightly more appetizing <laughs> uh be incredibly imaginative a very orange bolognese i don't know what a bolognese is who the fuck knows what an al bolognese is tell me something just like 
that would be appealing to me personally. Just stretch it as far as you can go. You are from the outback, right? Y yeah. Uh, mashed witchetty grub. It looks like mashed witchetty grub. Oh, that's great, mate. Um, so you go up and you, you grab a bit in your hand, and are you going to try it? Uh, so just, like, put my tongue to it or just, like, bite into it entirely? Whatever you want to do. What? Which one do you want to go with? I, I feel like, for Joe's sake, I need to really dig in. So, like, where is the, the, the bolognese arranged on his body? Uh, it's mostly coming directly out of his mouth. Oh! Like, it's been... It's been it, but it's, it's all around, like, his like chest region and all over his face. Oh, uh, okay. Um, let, let's... Uh, I'm, I'm just going to perform CPR, but instead of CPR, I'm eating the the pumpkin flesh out of a dead man's throat. Uh... <laughs> As you pick up the pumpkin flesh, uh, you immediately zone out and you drop the pumpkin and the other two just see you standing there in a state of shock. Uh, because at this moment in time, you have a flashback and we will find out about that flashback in the next episode of the Halloween Spooktacular. See you all next time. The Omen podcast is powered by Ellipsis RPG, the accessible donationware rule set. Now available on itch.io. If you like what you're hearing, please rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. You can tweet to us at the hashtag OmenCast, that's O-M-E-N cast, and who knows, you might get a special mention in one of the episodes from us. Thank you for listening, and remember, stay vigilant. You never know what's out there.